1: patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedic1.com.
2: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked in pharmaceutical grade non isolate based CBD.
0: It is April 25th, 2020, and welcome back to yet another episode of Headlock Talk, where we will talk about, what else? The NFL Draft! Yes, the Broncos are drafting really well, the Aaron Rodgers is pretty upset. Wait, this is this is a wrestling podcast, right? Hmm. Welcome back to another episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap.
2: Uh, excuse me?
3: Oh, snap.
2: Who's there? Oh, snap. Hello? Hello.
0: Oh, oh, it's, it's Steven. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. I am, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and as always, right across from me here, The one, the only, Mr. Stephen Groody. Howdy. Howdy, Stephen. How's it going, sir? It's going well. Yeah, yeah? Doing all right? Yeah. Not yeah. too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Looking good. Got your chompa shirt on. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No one will survive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. No,
2: honestly, this is probably my favorite uh, wrestling t-shirt that I have. It is a gorgeous wrestling or
0: t-shirt. Or the Mustache
2: Mountain shirt. Ooh, That's yeah. a
0: fantastic shirt. That mustache Mountain shirt. I wear that all the time. Yeah.
2: Mm. I, I do, too. It, it's, like, really, really soft. Yes. I need to get more, though. I need to get, like, mm-hmm. I need to get so many more. So many more wrestling shirts? hmm mm-hmm. yeah. Yes. Yes. I still need to get that, uh, the Moxley shirt. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I know so, you're kind of on the fence about that shirt. Yeah, so, like, okay. <laughs> We're talking about the unscripted violence one with yeah. the with the orange Mox uh, spray paint on yeah. the back.
0: Yeah, like, like... And and that's and a good looking shirt mm-hmm. for everybody out there who has it or who likes John Moxley shirts. Good for you. You're supporting a very good professional wrestler. This is true. Um, I simply just am very partial to the New Japan Death Rider shirt that John Moxley has. It's a dope one too. It has uh, the Grim Reaper on it. It says Death Rider. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah, it's metal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do like his his, uh, his champ shirt too. Yes, that one
0: that one's probably the best-looking one the champ I think. Cool. It says Mox mm-hmm. on the on the AW title. I'm yeah.
2: still surprised that uh they didn't spray paint the belt. If I'm being honest.
0: Yeah, I know that you wished that once mm-hmm. upon a time. I
2: did. Mm. But like it was one of those wishes where it's like I almost figured like they were going to. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm wishing for it but they're going to do it anyway, so why am I even wishing for it? But then they they didn't do it. No. And then I'm kind of confused about it, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful belt regardless it is yeah it is a good belt
0: um i know that we did the intro talking about the nfl draft and yes. stuff um we're gonna try and have some fun here with this episode because it, it, the news that this week has just been just just terrible yeah it's not the it's happiest not, thing it's not good uh so we're just gonna have have some fun <laughs> Here for a little while, if you don't mind, you guys. Um, one of the more interesting headlines, um, <laughs> this week, uh, it, it, Rob Gronkowski, yes, yes, the Rob Gronkowski. He's come out of retirement, and the uh, New England Patriots in the NFL have traded him to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers so he can reunite with Tom Brady once again. Yeah, oh, man. yeah,
2: odd times. That's now, that's that's so weird that he got drafted to Tampa Bay. Of all places. Well, he
0: he got traded. Right, yeah, right. He but got, he got traded off there and he's uh, you know, he's now in Tampa
2: Bay. Well, but, but it makes sense because
0: WWE, it's in Florida, mm-hmm. you know, all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those things, right? Yes. Um uh, <laughs> uh, but more wrestling related here. Uh, WWE wants him to continue to defend the 24/7 title while in the NFL. Mhm. Mhm. So, Steven, what do
2: you make of all of this? (laughs) Uh, I mean, you better give that man a bunch of money. (laughs) Ooh. Honestly. Mm. I mean, keeping up two schedules like that is pretty difficult. Obviously, like, granted, the 24 7 title, it's not like it's like the most prestigious thing in WWE or anything like that, but Mm. it's featured very regularly. Mm. Like, you see it all the time. Yes. So, I mean, man, are they going to try to have Rob on there all the time? Like,. I don't know. Or or we is the 24/7 title going to get the universal championship treatment where you see it every 4 months. I know? mean,
0: I wouldn't I, I would be okay with that personally. I mean, I um, I'd
2: certainly be more okay with it with the 24/7 title, but I it, it's, it's just Yeah. Keep your titles on your show.
0: Yeah, no. You I, know? I I get that. But like at the same time, I feel like they could do something really weird with it and be like, you know, the NFL broadcasters like He's the twenty four seven WWE champion, so he better not get pinned on that field. <laughs> and then, like the referees now have a new job on the field where they're like, "Oh, Rob's down, one, two, oh, kick out." And then, like, yeah, it just make it make it fun.
2: Yeah, just give me Rob Gronkowski versus the NFL commissioner for the twenty four seven title. <laughs> Rob
0: Gronkowski versus what's his name? Oh, I uh, no clue. Uh, Roger Goodell. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that's him. <laughs> Um yeah good times. I'd watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um goodness. Um yes, more realistically I imagine they'll probably have Rob drop the belt to Mojo Raleigh or something yeah. something dumb will happen.
2: Yeah. I mean it, it, either way it'll be a short reign. Uh I don't even I don't even know yeah. if he'll go through one defense of it, you Yeah, know? Yeah, uh, they might
0: have something weird on the field where, like, Rob goes to celebrate with, like, the cheerleaders after a touchdown, and, like, one of the cheerleaders is disguised, and it's actually, like, Mojo <laughs> Raleigh. I hope that's there, the case. There's a WWE ref, he's
2: like, oh, one, two, three, yeah. and
0: then, like, Mojo Raleigh runs out <laughs> with the title.
2: Be- See, I want, I want this to be as, like... Stupid as possible. Yeah. I want I want Please. Mojo to be just in like this like like latex mask <laughs> with like a blonde wig, and he's yeah. like wearing like the, the shorts, like the movie White Girls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then he just peels it all off, gets the one two three on Gronk, and yeah. then he just... G- Gronk sells it. He's like, Oh my god, Who is... <laughs> Man, I might watch NFL just for that schoolboy pin. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, brilliant. <laughs> but, like I said. I would watch it. Yes, I'm just saying. Yes, it wouldn't be the greatest thing ever, but I'd watch it. It, it would be fun.
0: Yeah, I I, I
2: would like it. <laughs> but no, uh, realistically, yeah, it it'll probably be Mojo. Just take it off of him. It'll be some, you know, publicity stunt kind of thing, and yeah. and then that'll be the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that. Happening. I really don't see them trying to like keep it on him for any extended period of time. Yeah, like. <laughs>
0: You've got, like, defensive linemen, like, right. <laughs> new 24-7 t- champion. Oh my The God. weirder things have happened.
2: Yeah, so mm. we'll just have the 24-7 championship just, like, transcend only all of American pop culture.
0: <laughs> only exists in the, yeah, yeah, within that WWE, NFL realm of things. Yeah, yeah, And then, like, yeah, it's just, like, then, like, I don't know, William Shatner gets the title mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: 2021 Selena Gomez. Yeah. 24-7
0: championship. Gets pinned by... Justin Bieber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something weird will happen. There. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> David Arquette. Oh. 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 <laughs> He's really trying hard out there, you guys. Come mm-hmm. on. Give, give, give him, give old David a break. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Trucks. <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, just in the interest of fairness, I don't want to go on and on and on about it because we talked all your ears off last week about WWE and essential business is this, and it was really... I mean, it's... Right. Yeah. Um, Right. Just in the interest of fairness, uh, the rumor going around is that AEW is most likely going to try and do live tapings. Also, um, again, in the interest of fairness... I think it is Headlock's purview, Headlock Talks purview, rather. That, um, yeah, not a not a good idea. No, that no.
2: that's it's as equally of a dumb idea as when WWE had the idea. Yeah, don't do that, guys. Yeah, that is dumb.
0: Yeah, don't don't do it. You don't have to do it live. There's no reason for you to have to do no. it live. No. In fact, I I'm souring by the week. This the, this I don't know. These no arena shows or no no fans shows, it's rough. Um, yeah, it's rough. I mean, it, NXT and AEW generally do a much, much better job than Raw or SmackDown. Um, I will say that, but um, yeah, I don't know, like what they did with the Chomp and Gargano feud that fell really flat. I yeah. hope that I hope for this, just the sake of that feud, that they do revisit it again, just because that's not the ending they deserve personally Mm. um but yeah man i don't
2: well i mean we we've talked about this before and you know obviously with wwe situation they have years and years and decades and thousands of hours of Mm. of content that they could uh you know put up in place of uh whatever they're going to be doing live shows for yes um but even on the AEW side of things i mean obviously they're they're a newer company they don't have that backlog of content that uh that you know WWE has but they still have a lot of content that they could they, show they do still have a lot of content and this could be a perfect opportunity for some new content maybe mm. start doing some some behind the scenes stuff maybe something like the 24 series that WWE does following john moxley following jericho cody anybody like they, this is a good opportunity to start doing things like that. Uh, Aew fans have proven with shows like you know being the elite, being the inner circle uh, dark, you know the, these internet based shows that a lot of the Aew fans clamor for this kind of stuff. So I mean this this could be a perfect opportunity to start doing that.
0: right and and, and I could I could see that something else that they could possibly do is um, like maybe do an hour of cutting promos. Show a few matches or whatever, like like tape the matches for, for especially for the TNT Championship uh tournament. Yes, like do that. Have a main event match, and then maybe show like I don't know an episode of Being the Elite. Yeah, or or you know an episode or two of that, and just be like, hey, this is some stuff from like that's like Proto AEW. Mm-hmm. Here you go.
2: Even like All Out stuff. Like like yeah anything, yeah anything you know
0: yeah. Hundred percent.
2: I don't know. Um, I, I understand you don't want to necessarily like recycle content, um, but I mean, yeah, th- these are weird times that that call for some some new business tactics. You know, yeah, uh, continuing the the status quo in a time like this probably not the best idea. Mm-hmm. So, uh, speaking of AEW, uh, Darby
0: Allen defeated uh, Sammy Guevara to advance in the TNT Championship Tournament. I think it is still of our opinion. Uh predictions wise, uh, we're looking at probably Cody meeting Lance Archer in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would make the most sense. Yeah. Um, but hey, we'll wait and see.
2: We'll we shall wait and we shall see. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll want to rehash the um the Sean Spears thing. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yes. Um so some some more
0: stuff, you know, good good stuff, you know
4: stuff. Yeah,
0: and things, mm-hmm. right? All the things. Yes. Uh, let me see here. Oh, also, totally forgot. Uh, yes. Also, Dustin Rhodes advanced in uh, in the TNT Championship tournament mm-hmm. as well. Defeated Kip, uh, Kip Sabian. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Dustin roads also advances
2: congratulations
0: sir yes congratulations mm-hmm. to dustin mm-hmm. oh that's another thing that they could do they could they could redo the the Dustin cody match uh for the yeah. tnt championship yeah that was a long match too so yeah. you could uh you fill could fill some time you could also sh- yeah th- throw that on the tv mm-hmm. yeah good times great memories
2: yeah and, and i mean a lot of these uh pay-per-views like they were pay-per-views at the time that had a exclusive some kind of exclusivity to it so mm. there's a lot of people that miss these matches you know mm. and the yes dynamite is really what put aw on the map but you know pl- things like fight for the fallen fighter fest you know the, those were really what started getting aw talked about online and then dynamite finally came out and it kind of pushed in like through the momentum that they got with those mm. kind of shows so um if you haven't seen those shows they're fan. They're fantastic. Yeah, they, and AW. They, they were, this is a great idea. Put them on TV.
0: Yeah, they they were free shows too on the yeah. Bleacher Report, uh, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Yeah,
2: yeah. Those those two specifically that I mentioned were yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. I wonder. Are, are, are they going to do those again? I don't know. Maybe. Possibly, because I don't know if like the the ones that they were wanting to to keep like Revolution, yeah. uh, Double or Nothing, All In, uh, those like that. I don't know if they were also like was Fight for the Fallen and Fighter Fest just like a one time publicity stunt because we're a new company trying to get eyes on us, or was, is that something that they're going to keep doing? I'm ah. curious to see.
0: I I, th- I would say. F- Fighter Fest sounds like a good idea to reduce since they do that video game convention every year. Right. Or who knows if they'll do it this year, but, you know, it is what it is. You know what's definitely not going down next year? That WWE video game. Mm. Yes. Yes. This is Steven, as our regular uh, video game analyst here. Yeah. What do you have to say about uh, the cancellation of WWE's video game next year?
2: Um. I'm kind of conflicted on it. Um, uh, the on one hand, I say good riddance just because the the 2K WD, WD games have been hot dumpster fires for almost a decade at this point. Um, you Dang. you get pieces of the game that that are very good, aspects of the game that are very good, yeah. Uh, but then other aspects of the game that are very mixed matched, haphazardly thrown together that. And then sometimes you get games like WW2K20 where it literally does not work. Yeah. I believe the words that you used when we first talked about this was, quote,
0: broken as hell. Broken as hell. Yeah. hundred yeah, <laughs>
2: percent. I have actually since played it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I can attest broken as hell for sure. Oh. Um, yeah. So WW2K21, uh, has been officially canceled. It is not happening. Um, I personally kinda of lean towards the good riddance. Uh mm. I, I hope that this can lead to um maybe possibly WWE licensing off their stuff to uh someone else, maybe that's not two K. Um That would be a probably a good idea. Yeah, and I'll I'll get into that a little later on uh who I think should take it. But Ooh. um mm. dropping some hints, huh? Yeah, dropping some hints. But yeah, um it, it sucks when any games delayed or canceled. But in this situation, it it hurts to say but I, I'm kind of glad actually. Well, fair enough.
0: You know, you, you never know with these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so eh, may, maybe you're right. Maybe it'll move on. But mm-hmm. we'll we'll wait and see a little later. You, you said you're you're dropping some knowledge. Yes, yes, I will be dropping just a just a tad bit of knowledge. Just a, a just a tad bit, mm-hmm. just a tab. <laughs> I don't. know You ever drank know. Tab? Yes, it's awful. Really? Yeah. I've never had it. Not a fan. It's like a it's
2: a kind of like an older soda, right? Yeah, it's a it's yeah, it's like an older diet soda. Oh, I see. I, I believe. Is there not it is like it is diet the original Tab? There is no non-diet Tab. Uh Tab Cola. Yeah, it's a it's a diet Coke drink. Mm, diet cola soft drink uh, anything mm. that describes their their flavor as cola is yeah. usually pretty gross to me mm, like coca-cola mm. is the the og and nothing's better than that mm-hmm. uh pepsi come at me because you suck <laughs> pepsi is awful uh yes uh
0: coca-cola this is a uh, tab cola is actually coca-cola's first ever diet drink oh snap yeah. okay mm-hmm. so they
2: made tab before diet coke Yes, uh, introduced Mm. in
0: 1963.
2: Damn, yeah, that's an
0: old beverage. Yeah, well, I mean, Coca-Cola itself is hundreds of years old. Yeah, but that's uh, over a hundred at least. That's
2: different though. Like that's that's like saying McDonald's is old. It's like well, but it's it's McDonald's. Like they're that they're an American thing. Like Mm. it's it's part of the culture. You know what I mean? Who's older,
0: Tab or McDonald's?
2: Mm, Probably McDonald's. McDonald's I would think. um, they were they were like the 40s, right? When they first came out, I, I think.
0: Yeah, the 1940s. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. Interesting. There you go. Good times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All the things. I don't that know you how we eat. started talking about McDonald's yeah. and Tab Cola. I don't know. So this is what you get yeah. here at Headlock Talk. Yeah. So when <laughs> did you drink? Knowledge.
2: When did you drink Tab Cola? I don't when know, was when that?
0: I, when I was a kid, like like oh, okay. some, somebody was like, "Here, try this," and I was like.
2: You're a stranger. <laughs> Wait, so you're just drinking tab cola from, like, a stranger? She's like, oh, shit. Nice. Thanks, weird guy. <laughs> now get in this van. I got all the tab cola you could ever want.
0: No, it kind of sucks, mister. <laughs> and then, like, 10-year-old me just, like, keeps on walking down the
2: sidewalk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Making oh. smart decisions. <laughs> the smartest of decisions because Tab Cola sucks yeah here on headlock talk yeah, not today creepy guy get better soda <laughs> yeah exactly
0: oh good times um <laughs> let's see here we'll 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 finish off some of this boring stuff here you guys with uh i'm having a great time <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about yeah, this is this is pretty fun uh we're <laughs> talking about uh vince mcmahon's quarterly uh investors call yes if you guys are into that kind of thing um (laughs) uh, you you could actually google search vince mcmahon investor call and uh one of the first links should be a website called the motley fool that's great name m-o-t-l-e-y-f-o-o-l the motley fool they will be uh, they've got a full transcript actually um doing the Lord's work. it's yeah it's it's there there are some odd spots here with, with Vince McMahon particularly um, uh, but uh, you know one of the things being reported going around right now is uh, it, it seems as though Vince he really really misses Brock Lesnar like he really misses him Yeah. Um, let me see. I'm trying to find a proper quote here. Um, yes, this is this one's actually per GiveMeSport.com here. Uh, writer. Let me see. Who, who wrote this? Who, who, who did this piece of work? Oliver Browning. So thank you, Oliver Browning out there at GiveMeSport.com. Um, there's a quote here. We, we, we no longer have Brock Lesnar, but we have a new champion and a lot of new performers coming in. That's the reason. Uh, you know, uh, when when remarking remarking about uh, you know how the ratings are are awful right now. The ratings are terrible currently.
3: I never said that. <laughs> I never said it.
0: <laughs> um, he he goes on to saying that Raw has suffered, but not necessarily because of the environment. It suffered because we bring in a lot of new talent, and it takes a while for new talent to get over, um, which which is difficult, especially when you work under Vince McMahon who it, it rarely seems as though he wants to get new talent over. Um yeah, just just very odd. But you can tell in in those sorts of words that uh, he he does believe to some extent that uh the missing piece of the puzzle here is Brock Lesnar. S- Steven, would you watch more of raw if there was more Brock Lesnar?
2: Is that is yeah, is it,
0: that a real question? Y-
2: yes, I'm asking you a question. <laughs> I mean if Brock, okay if Brock was on every episode of Raw yeah as a, as like a yeah as like a, a real person a, a regular like not as Brock Lesnar the ultimate beast but like as <laughs> as an actual wrestler that WWE has built up yeah yes i would probably watch more yeah but they don't do that they book him as the suplex city, the, bitch. the suplex city, <laughs> like unbeatable god. So yeah. it's boring, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah.
0: I would agree with that. Um, little, uh, little, little bit of something, something here, okay. We do this only for you, the listeners, okay. I wasn't going to just like go out there and like give this out to anybody, but headlock talk actually put in some secret microphones into the room during the investor's call at WWE headquarters, and we have some shocking audio of what took place after the investor's call, ladies and gentlemen. Some some shocking recordings here. Um, so, without further ado, we'll go ahead and uh, play these recordings here, okay? All right, just, uh, just hang tight real quick. Hey, hey,
3: hey, hey, you with the face, come here, come here.
0: Uh, yes, yes, sir. What's your name, kid? Uh, I am, uh, Desmond, uh, Ketchitori. I'm, I'm, I'm one of your new staffers. Is,
3: it, is I, that your real name?
0: Yeah, yeah, Desmond.
3: Well, Desmond, I gotta say, I've never seen anybody that looks quite like you. Oh, oh.
0: <laughs> Th- thanks, I, I think.
3: It wasn't a compliment.
0: Oh, oh.
3: I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen Brock?
0: No, no, I, I haven't seen uh Mr. Lesnar, no. Have you seen Paul? Um sometimes on Mondays, yes. Yeah. Desmond look. Yes.
3: Can I can I be um, honest with you?
0: Um, sure. I've um, only
3: known you for a little bit, but I feel like we have a connection. I need to say something to you.
0: <laughs> we've we've just met, but it's a pleasure meeting you, sir. Yes. I'll 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 sit here and listen. Yeah.
3: I miss him, Desmond.
0: I miss him so bad. I'm sorry to hear that.
3: I have nightmares. You know, Brock. He's he's just really something special. He had everything. Mm -mm. No, stop talking. Okay. He had everything. The look. The voice. We didn't hear him talk much, but the voice. We had Paul. We had everything we needed. You know, he was like a son to me.
0: But uh, you you, you do have a son.
3: No, he was like the son I never had.
0: But You have a son. Shane, you know, Shane, he's your son.
3: You mean the guy that tried to buy WCW from me?
0: (laughs) Well, was that not a story?
3: No, he's not my son. Oh, he is not my son.
0: Oh. oh.
3: Now, Brock, that's a son I could be proud of.
0: Um, okay, I'm, 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 I got some work to do. <laughs>
3: you know, and now the XFL is going downhill. It's looking like we might lose that too.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, but the uh, you know, there's a uh, you know, there's always the NFL. You know,
3: what is that?
0: Yeah, yeah football. You know, football.
3: You, you mean to tell me that there's another football league?
0: Um, uh, Yeah, you know, you, you don't get out much, do you?
3: Hunter said we should have trademarked football, and I said no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> You're fired.
0: Okay, I'll go get my things. Get out. We're done here.
2: Yes, truly shocking yeah, and
0: riveting audio here from the offices. Of, yeah, that's
2: uh, some really insightful footage. I wonder, like, why is no one up in arms about how he's treating that, uh, I'm, what I can only assume is an intern, yeah, you know? He, he sounds just like a regular staffer there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I look, Vince. I understand you're under a lot of stress. Mm. You know, you have the XFL thing going on. You yeah. have the backlash with WWE. Yeah. you're you know letting a lot of guys go. I understand you're under a lot of stress, yeah. but man, like this guy is just trying to help out. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he's, he's he's got a he, Vince has this uh, new lawsuit uh, with a uh, uh, Oliver
0: Luck, who was mm. I think the commissioner of the XFL. Uh, he's uh, apparently he was wrongfully terminated. Right. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's I heard the about deal. that. Uh, So, yeah, Vince clearly has a lot on his mind, and by a lot, we mean Brock.
2: Yep, yep. Yeah. (laughs) It can only be Brock, of course. (laughs) Yeah, very very interesting stuff, (laughs) Uh, to to say
0: the least. Yeah. Um, Let's wrap up the the WWE end of things here. Um, Money in the Bank. Yes. Coming up here on the 10th. And we haven't had a chance to really get to talk about it. The card's not finalized yet, obviously. But they're doing something a little bit different this year. Both the men's and women's Money in the Bank matches, as I'm sure you've been told, they're going to be taking place actually at WWE headquarters, uh, where they will fight from the first floor onwards up to the very top of WWE headquarters, where there will be some sort of briefcase hidden somewhere. Or maybe it's in plain sight. Who who knows? Yeah. I don't really know. Yeah, yeah. That's about that's about it. I feel like
2: with that, Vince just watched like the movie Rat Race and was like, mm. "I think I can do it." <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows, dude? It, it's it's certainly weird. I'll say that. Uh, it it certainly sounds weird, but I mean, the Boneyard match sounded weird, and the Funhouse mat- match sounded weird. This is true. So I yeah. mean, who knows? This could be spectacular. You know? Yeah. Uh, I'll say this is, I'm more excited for this money in the bank than I probably was last year, so, I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how things go, Mm -hmm.
0: and then, you know, after it's done, yeah. We'll see
2: what went down. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, at the very least, you gotta give it to WWE for trying something new Mm -hmm. in, in these times, you know? Um... Obviously, they're they got the whole backlash with you know starting live shows again, which we've been part of that backlash. I I still stand by that being a bad idea, but you know some good publicity for them right now is probably not the worst thing. <laughs>
0: not not in the least bit. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> also on tap here we have Bailey versus Tamina for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, we have yawn. Oh, <laughs> we have Braun Strowman versus The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, for the uh, WWE Universal Championship. And Drew McIntyre will be defending his WWE Championship against Seth Rollins. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that's what it is. You know,
2: money in the bank.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the story.
2: It should be good. I mean, <laughs> uh, that McIntyre-Rollins match should be pretty good uh, if they... You know, give it the time that they need. If, and if, they, if they let them go, if they yeah. let them go and do what they need to do, it'll be good. Yeah don't don't bring in the Monday Night Messiah weird stuff. <sighs> like, like just let them have a, a good match. Oh, I mean, they're definitely gonna do the Monday Night Messiah stuff, b- but like keep that in the background. Don't don't let that be the whole <clears> thing. <throat> you know what I mean? Just have a good match. We'll see. Just have a good match. We'll see what happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the very least, the uh, both Money and the Bank matches will be very. Um, special, yes. So I agree. They one won't. way or the other. If they're terrible, who knows? If they're great, who knows? Yeah, but they'll be special.
0: They will be special. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it, mm-hmm. but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, what happens at Money in the Bank? Yeah,
2: good times. Yeah, I wonder what what's gonna <clears throat> happen when they get to the roof. Like, where's where's the where's the briefcase at? Hmm. Is it just like hanging from a helicopter? Oh, hmm. is it? Good question. Is it like slung over the side of the building, and you gotta like pull it up with a rope? Or I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't know. It might be hiding it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to find the key, hmm. and then open up the lock box. And who knows what yeah. whatever's gonna happen? Who knows? Um, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. Wait and see. Yeah. Ah, but you know what can't wait and see, Stephen? What? Some hot takes. Yes, it is that time once again. We've asked you to drop your hottest takes, your sizzling opinions, and your most burning questions here uh, in our uh, Twitter post below. And uh, we are going to discuss them and give you guys a shout out. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Yes, Spicy. Hot takes. Hot takes, indeed. Let's start with our good friend Anthony, the um, who is uh, now Wagons and Warpaths, at right. Wagons underscore Warpaths on Twitter. We just had a uh, a fun episode uh, doing their uh, the show uh, with uh, Dits on Wrestling, uh, where we drafted the uh, 10, uh, 10 each Best Gimmick Wrestlers. Mm-hmm. That was a fun show. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went down in bitter defeat. Yes, unfortunately. Um, but uh, I feel uh, as though from our side of the things, I feel like our side. We, uh, you know, I still feel like we won the the, yeah. the draft on, on a on a personal and professional level.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we. I think we both did good. Uh, yeah, both I think, teams. Both teams did great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we even mentioned it on the show. Like, if you took both of our lists, our both of our top ten lists, mm-hmm. that would pretty much be the top twenty. Yeah, you know. So uh, I think we. I think. Both teams did very well, and uh, thank you to those guys for letting us on their show. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like good old Arnold said, we'll be back. Exactly.
0: Yeah, we'll be back to take that crown. Anyway. Sleep with one eye open. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Anthony's question is, (laughs) I need a legitimate reason why Nia Jax is still allowed to wrestle. Is it the Rock relation? Are we blowing her botches out of proportion? What is it? Hmm. Well, yes. I feel and have felt strongly for many years now that it is her relationship with The Rock. Uh, yes. They are family. Um, and uh, but, but see, here's the thing. This relationship predates even The Rock. The McMahon family has always had uh, strong ties with The Rock's family just in general. Mm-hmm. That's why you see people like... Roman Reigns still be as successful as they are, or the Usos be as successful as they are. Uh, Tamina is another example. Uh, so Nia Jax is not the only person in that family who's benefited from that relationship. This this again predates even The Rock. So, in a sense, yes, I do think that all of that family does benefit greatly uh, for you know uh, f- from their relationship with The Rock. Uh, are we also blowing her proportions, uh, her, her botches, rather, way out of proportion, though?
2: Um, I don't know. What do you think, Steven? I mean, the, it, it's kind of hard to blow botches out of proportion when they're consistent. Now, if it was one person and they accidentally, say, put someone down a little too hard and one spot broke their wrist, but that was a one time occurrence in their career. Then you can start to make the argument on whether someone is underselling or overselling uh, how bad they are at botches. But when it's consistent, uh, whether it's terrible or not, yeah, I mean it's kind of hard to bat to like turn a blind eye to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think that's the main thing is the consistency. Well, and the cons- the consistency and the severity. Mm-hmm. Uh, of of the consistency,
0: right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean you we can talk all all day about oh man, yeah, she actually made Becky Lynch by busting her nose that way and breaking her orbital bone or whatever the hell happened with that 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 potato of a punch that
2: she gave Becky Lynch. Yeah. Um, and that is
0: some iconic footage. Yeah, yes. but
2: Becky's Becky without that still mm-hmm. in my opinion. and Becky yeah. would have gotten where she is now had Nia Jax not busted her face open, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: That's a that's a whole nother interesting question. You and I could probably talk all day about that. Yeah.
2: I mean that's mm-hmm. I don't know. Becky was so on fire at that point. Like, yes, that was a catalyst to really push her up, but with how on fire she was and the push that she was getting, like she would have gotten there by herself. I, I do firmly believe that. Right. I, I think uh it this might sound weird, but I think the whole thing with Nia Jax and Becky mm. did better for Nia Jax than it did for Becky anyway, personally. Mm. Like, Nia Jax is a heel. She busted the face open of the top baby face in the company. That's great heat for her. You know, obviously <laughs> right. not from people like us who, like, really dive deep into what's going on and, and everything like that. But for, like, you know, Joe Schmo who, who watches every other Raw, they're like, oh, shit, that's Nia Jax. She, like, destroyed Becky that one week. Mm, mm. And that gives Nia Jax a little bit more validity to her character, I think. So I think mm. it helped Nia Jax more than Becky, personally. Mm. But that's a whole other thing we're tangencing on. But yeah,
0: I I personally disagree with that assessment.
2: But, hey,
0: we are two different people. Yeah, this is true. This we, is, we are two different people. This is how opinions mm-hmm. are made. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Anthony, for your question. Very intriguing. Yes. Yes. Mm. Uh, you can find Anthony, of course, at Waggons underscore Warpads on Twitter. Next up is our good friend Josh Robinson at Josh Robinson zero zero on Twitter. Oi, oh, good, good eye, mate. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, Josh, how is it going? Um, Josh asks, or rather, says, WWE. In two thousand eight through two thousand and twelve was actually really lit, and everybody tends to shit on it. Transitional, sure. Talent filled, absolutely. Uh,
2: yes. Well, I mean, has has talent filled ever been a question with WWE? You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't think there's ever. There. There really hasn't been a, a moment with WWE. With with
0: WWE. Yeah. WWE post. Yeah. Post Monday Night Wars. Uh, yeah, I they were not hurting right. for talent. No, no. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that this is actually a perfect question for you, Stephen, because this is kind of like what you grew up on wrestling wise, like uh you know you take 2008 through 2012 and you've got guys like Edge and John Cena and Batista and CM Punk and these kind of guys who are up near the top of the cards while you also still have um Shawn Michaels and Triple H and the Undertaker and you know uh you know i guess to a lesser extent also you know Brock Lesnar um was kind of having his comeback in WWE near the end of that that Era, yeah, um, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, this is um an interesting period, but a, uh, but yes, a talent filled period nonetheless. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, you you certainly wouldn't have the Shawn Michaels Undertaker classic matches at WrestleMania if you didn't have this span of, you know, this this period in in, in WWE. You wouldn't have uh, the rise of CM Punk. You wouldn't have a, a lot of the the really cool stuff that we can look back on.
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think. I think wrestling fans as a whole, it, it it's almost what what era did you grow up watching in? Mm-hmm. Okay, you probably think that's the best era, mm-hmm. uh, honestly. Uh, whether whether it is or not, and it's all entertainment. It's subjective anyway. It's all opinion on, on what you think is the best. Um, mm-hmm. Now, Josh, I do agree with you. That era was lit. Uh, that I watched a lot during that area, uh, during that era, and yeah. I loved it. Um, there's a lot of people that really don't they, they really hate that era and. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that personally, but at the same time, you know, they, they grew up with, you know, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, and, and people like that, and that might mm. be their favorite era. So, um, also, you know, take a look at like the Attitude Era, and I, I guess, what would that be, be called the PG Era, I guess, is what they're calling yeah, it nowadays now. post-Attitude Era would be PG Era. Yeah. yeah. Um, those are very stark differences. Like, yeah. the, they're almost as opposite as they possibly can be Mm. so someone who grew up in the attitude era probably won't like pg era or vice versa um so it's all subjective i I do agree with josh i really liked it there's a lot of people that don't and that's fine Mm. it Mm. is what it is i like all eras personally yeah um i just just like i grew up with just
0: like to sit back and watch wrestling yeah i I think is is my thing yeah
2: Mm. Yeah. I just think uh, a lot of it comes from like what I was saying with the attitude and the PG era being very different from each other, and uh, excuse me, a, a lot of people come from the attitude era, so it just kind of makes sense that that might be one of the eras that's uh, looked down upon the most. I would say. Hmm. I, I would agree. Yeah, this is this is true. Great question, Josh. Yeah, great question. Or or rather,
0: take take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it. Comment. Yeah. <laughs> Matt G at uh or Matt GAK Brother Black of the Brotherhood at Illustrious MG40 on Twitter asks or rather says uh, I can't read. We can't get this down. No. Uh Pineapple Pete will be the most overfaced in AEW thanks to the constant rub he's getting from Le Champion mm. Chris Jericho. Yes, Pineapple Pete aka uh Sugar Dunkington Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Chris Jericho was was talking up, you know, Sugar Dunkington because he had a he had a pineapple Hawaiian shirt on. Started calling him Pineapple Pete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether or not he gets to be the top baby face in AEW, I mean AEW somehow, some way, if WWE is like, uh, not in a metaphorical sense the Titanic, but rather a, a very large ship. That that is very hard to steer. AEW seems to be kind of like a you know what are those things like a jet ski? Oh, I see where they can just or like a wave rider, you know those those kind of things where you can just kind of like bop and move and you kind of do these things. Yeah, AEW seems to be a lot more flexible to those kind of things. Now <laughs> is Sugar Dunkington being the top baby face in the whole company a, a good idea? Uh, time will tell yeah. um, I mean,
2: we'll see. Uh, yeah. he has Orange Cassidy to compete with yeah uh, and that's that's a tall order right that's, there. A, that's a that's
0: a very tall order, even just for like the top comedy performer yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, um, I
2: mean, I will say though, uh, look at you know how Chris Jericho built up Sammy Guevara. And the, and the proud and powerful. Yeah. I, I, know, those, I know that's babyface and heel. Those are two separate things, but Chris Jericho has that ability yeah. and has that power. Yeah. Putting over is putting over. Yeah. At it, the end of the day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And with, with Chris Jericho in the mix right there, they're not going to have any problems putting people over. Yeah. So I don't think so. Now, is he going to be the top babyface of the company? I don't think so. <laughs> uh no one's jumping off that freshly squeezed train anytime soon, but um I don't know, we'll see. Yeah. We shall
0: see. Um let me see here. So thank you for your question again Matt at Illustrious MG40 on Twitter. Thank you very much. We greatly do appreciate the question. Yes. Mhm. Mhm. All right. Next question here. Uh preface this here by saying um Josh, Josh Robinson, and uh, our good friend Mags, at D-E-J Kirkby on Twitter, have formed a truce. A temporary ceasefire on Twitter. Good for them. Good good guys. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, Mags, uh, all pods, at D-E-J Kirkby on Twitter says, In honor of our truce, my take is that at Josh Robinson 00 is among the very best creators and people in general that we have in our community. Hashtag Aww. cold take oh ah yes that's a chilly take right that's there. that's a man love is in the air love is in the air yeah <laughs> you would think it's valentine's day yeah josh replied omg mags heart heart yes oh look at that oh these guys here um old <clears throat> rivalries <laughs> right
2: blossom into new friendships yeah,
0: yeah i believe this is how uh, diy got back together yes right yeah <laughs> Yep. <laughs> um actually that is uh, over Twitter. That is 100% <laughs> actually how that happened. Um <laughs> Uh so thank you mags again at DEJ Kirkby.
2: Yes, and congrats on your truce, guys. Yeah. I'll be there for the wedding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> may may your alliance be ever fruitful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um been and, playing a lot of civilization recently. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> I, 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 we'll have to talk about
0: that. I've been thinking about, uh, you know, uh, picking. Uh,
2: you ever, pick, you ever play Civilization?
0: Picking, picking that up? No, well, I haven't. But I, I saw it uh, on sale on uh, PlayStation mm-hmm. Network. Yeah, Civ six, like, six. Yeah. Yeah, Civilization Six. Uh, you like
2: strategy games?
0: I I can get into it. I've been playing the OG Final Fantasy VII. Yes, nice. I did. I did buy the Final Fantasy VII remake, but then you told me that it is only part of the original game, and that we have to wait for the rest of the uh, rest of the the games yeah. to come out.
2: According to my brother-in-law John, it is disc one. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, disc one of the original uh, PS2 game
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah i'm about six hours deep into the og version nice. the graphics uh you know they're, they're abysmal but they're, it, they're, it is what it is well, well i mean but like it's it's like saying like you know savage and Steamboat from wrestlemania 3 is abysmal because it's like it's just an older it's, it's an older that's very thing, true that's true you know i still so, it was, it was still an example of the highest quality it at was that time. it was very cutting edge for its yes, time for sure yes um I enjoy the story and the the gameplay as well, obviously. That's what keeps you playing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Anyway. Uh, SCW Wrestling Channel at SCW underscore Steve asks, What are your thoughts on the Drake Maverick storyline in NXT? Do you believe it's a storyline or work? Mm. Uh, This is referring to, of course, Drake Maverick is actually... um, No longer with the company, but he's still doing the cruiserweight interim championship tournament. Um, I don't know. See, like, I almost think that it is a work to an extent. Um, I, I, let me, let me, let me rephrase. I definitely think that they fired him at one point. Now, I also believe that based on his performances in the tournament they might choose to keep him Mm -hmm. just because like he might show out and it might be like a whole thing. Like WWE wasn't even like keeping it a secret at all. They were like, yeah, he was fired on Wednesday and like blah, 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 like on commentary, like on NXT TV. And it's like, wow, that's weird. So that kind of makes me believe that he's going to still somehow be in the works. Uh, they could obviously rehire him at any point. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll wait and see what happens here, Steven. Yeah.
2: I mean, just, just based on the fact that they're mentioning it like on TV makes me think that it's a work, you know, uh, it might, might be like a fight for your life, fight for your job kind of scenario. Um, I, I don't really know, but I will say if they didn't want to draw attention to it, they wouldn't have. So just the fact that they mentioned it at all, they want us talking about it. So I don't know take that how you will Mm. we'll just have to wait and see uh they got a response to their
0: question Mm. Uh, no dot 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 just dot 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 no on twitter at metsfan 76 they say if they're really using his firing as a storyline without him being invited back wwe is truly evil Uh, that's, that's all caps all caps there Hmm. um that is some heartless shit using a man's loss of income as a source of income for themselves wow Uh, yeah 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 i mean um it's not a good look it's
2: not a good look i mean yeah um i will say at the same time that this isn't what whatever's going on here is not a secret to drake maverick um, and, and that's very yeah. important to remember. Like, I I understand it's very easy to say like, oh, this is such an evil act from an evil company, but at the same time, Drake is a person, yeah. he's a human, and if he didn't want to be there, he wouldn't be. Mm. So I, I don't I don't think we need to jump down their throat just yet. Um, we'll wait uh, and see. Yeah, we'll I, see. I mean, I will say Black Wednesday was a. Very sad affair. Terrible day. Absolutely, and, and I don't want to, um, I don't want to downplay that at all. No. But at the same time, nor should th- we. Th- it's it's not like Drake Maverick's chained into in the basement of the performance center, being being forced to to you know like let's yeah. let's not be that hyperbolic here. Yeah,
0: this is this is true. Yeah, um, Noob & Co. On Twitter at noob underscore in underscore co. I love that name. 1991. Uh, they've got two things for us here. Here's my opinion. Asuka is by far the most entertaining superstar of this year. Whether you love her for her in-ring anim- uh, anime-like antics, or hate her because she's annoying or she's a jopper. <laughs> but we should respect her for she's been doing since the start of the PC slash cinematic era. Um, yeah, Asuka. Oscar. Asuka's great. Asuka's fantastic. Yeah, I love uh, Asuka. Yeah, she's she's absolutely, uh, I mean, as far as people who consistently put on top tier performances, uh, she's certainly among the best in the women's division. Yeah. I, I like her more than Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tend to like her m- even slightly more than Becky Lynch as far as her in-ring work. Um, and she's, she's getting there on the mic work um but i i mean Becky Lynch is just so good on the mic.
2: Yeah. She's really personable. Yeah. Um so yeah. I mean, Asuka's great. Um the the only person i would put over Asuka in terms of like just straight in-ring ability is Io Shirai, mm-hmm. but that's mm-hmm. that is fantastic company to keep. Yeah. Um so i mean if you want to talk about like just best women's division wrestler like in the world right now, it's probably either Io or Asuka at this point yeah i would say that that's probably true I, I
0: i like that take honestly yeah um yeah good good stuff Stephen. uh so next question here uh th- oh uh, i'm sorry ra- rather um uh, next um I guess this is a question from Noob & Co. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Again, Noob & Co. uh, At Twitter, at Noob underscore N underscore Co. 1991. Here's my question. What do you think of the current status and position of Asuka uh, on the WWE Raw roster? Uh, Do you think she's being utilized well enough, Steven?
2: Um, I... So I want (laughs) to see Asuka be the, the number one. Yeah, uh, but right now that's Becky. So I understand that. Um so I- I'm happy that they're using her in other avenues and, and that mm-hmm. she's not just being put to the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Um now Yes, I would love to see her be be the top wrestler in the company. That's just not in the cards right now, so at least we get to see her in other aspects.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that, you know. Um and and and, and that is a, a tough thing to do is to to be up against somebody like Becky Lynch, you know. Um yeah. you know Becky's a I mean she's very very charismatic. Yes. Um and that can get you Pretty far. Um, Becky's also no slouch in the ring. She's she's pretty good there too. Oscar, um, yep. yeah, um, I, th- I think that uh, I think I really enjoyed her rivalry in retrospect with Becky. Uh, as confusing as it is, it was always pretty decent in the ring. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, Oscar. I-, I think that they could do more with Oscar, but uh, yeah, it's it's hard to overcome Becky Lynch.
2: Yeah that's just a hard argument, though, because like, yeah, they could do more with her. They could do more with everybody, but there is only so much time on TV. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like uh, that that's that's a hard argument to to argue because yes, it is true, but at the same time, we don't get twenty hours of raw every week. You know, they they can't showcase everybody as the top person. You know, mm-hmm. it, it just it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense and it wouldn't be entertaining. Mm-hmm. No, I would agree. Um, I mean, to, uh,
0: you, you're raising some good points, Stephen. Thank That's you for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Here's my point, and and there's more points. And, and I raised it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um. So thank you, Nuban Co. For your questions. Um. Let me see here. Get Cho Wrestling Podcast at Get Cho Podcast. What's up, guys? What's going on, gentlemen? Uh, they ask with Renee Young tweeting that she would like to start a Twitch account for stuff like cooking. Which wrestlers would you want to see start a Twitch account to see how
2: their regular lives are? Ooh, mm. I'm mm. waiting to see if there's any John Moxley cameos in this cooking show. Ooh, that would be cool. I really hope so. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Like, like just be like the the worst sous chef ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he's just like constantly like picking food off <laughs> of like whatever she's making. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hmm. That's that's a good question. I like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. I mean, there's there's quite a few people. Jay White, Jay White. I'd Lede. love to see Jay White, like just like a, as a regular person. Yeah, you know, because he just we we always talk about how how great Jay White is about uh, or at being a heel and, and just like really, uh, you know, wholeheartedly embracing that character. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see him outside of that character.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Koda Ibushi would be yeah. another one yeah. uh, from New Japan because then, like, you could get like behind the scenes look at like his workouts and how he's like just in ungodly good shape. Yeah, yeah. Um, he he looks half my age and yet he's ten years older than me.
2: Mm. Little little <sighs> uh fun fact, not about Koda Ibushi, but uh, about something else. Um, every few episodes of being the elite, the elite, they'll do a Q and A. Uh, and it's with, uh, I mean, it, they swap people out, but uh, Luchasaurus is very often in those Q&As. Oh, nice. And, and he's completely <laughs> candid the entire time. Like, he he's in his full ring gear with, like, the mask and everything, but he's just, yeah. like, talking like a regular dude. Uh, it's gold. Yeah. It's gold. Yeah. Um. Well, with,
0: with AEW being brought up, Kenny, Kenny Omega is another person yeah, yeah. Uh, that I would love to see kind of, uh, you know, how he is outside the ring. We kind of get that in being the elite, but he, he's more in character Yeah, um, there, but like, yeah, I, I want to see what like regular everyday Kenny Omega
2: is like. MJF. Uh, MJF yeah. would be another one that I think would be really funny. Yeah. Because um, he, he's another one of those wrestlers who's just like always on. He, yeah. He's always in character, you know? Yeah uh Alistair Black might be cool Alistair Black
0: yeah Yeah. um who else man
2: um yeah
0: I mean what list wouldn't be complete without the big show that really could be fun like maybe that's how I get like the whole um you know big show kind of being in like um (laughs) what was that called what's that show called um not the Big Show show? Well, there's the Big Show show, but then, like, I, re- I really wanted the Big Show show to kind of be, like, curb your enthusiasm, like, on HBO, where yeah. it's, like, him and just, like, awkward situations, and I think that maybe something like that, like, the Big Show on Twitch.
2: See, I, when, I, when I first heard of the Big Show show, I was wanting it to be a Big Show version of Louie. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, uh, dude, I pretty miss pretty Louis. close, pretty close, yeah, I miss Louis so much, yeah, I really wish that show was still a thing. It's such a good show, yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah, that, that's how I originally pictured it was just big show, you know, just in shitty situations and, and having to go through life, you know, like yeah. I don't know, just simple, yeah, 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 simple skit kind
0: of stuff, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, good question, guys. I really, I really like that idea. Yeah, interesting. Um, DBW podcast at DBW podcast on Twitter. Uh, he says, "Liv Morgan should have been Raw champion by now. Raw Women's champion by now, rather. Slash Shayna Baszler should be nowhere near a title match."
4: Hmm. hmm.
0: Hmm. Um, Liv Morgan. Um, yeah, I would, I would say that Liv Morgan's really like somebody really dropped the ball on Liv Morgan. Um, she, there could have been a whole lot more done with Liv Morgan for, um, years now, actually. Yes. Years. Um,
2: (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I think even more recently with Liv Morgan, the ball was dropped with her, her big debut or re-debut, re-debut. Uh, coming out. You know, she has a new look, new attitude, new everything, blah, blah, yeah, blah.
0: She was supposed uh, to be in a in a lesbian angle with Lana, and that got dropped.
2: It, it's not the worst thing that that got dropped, but <laughs> I, I just mean Maybe, with, maybe with, for you, Steven. <laughs> it's just like, they they very clearly spent a lot of time and a lot of effort making her feel fresh. Uh, yes. It, and then now, they're putting her and a bunch of things that don't feel fresh. Um, so, yeah, I, I do agree with you. Yeah, she, she probably should have gotten the championship when she came back. I mean, that that's the perfect time to to really rejuvenate her character. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the thing on Shayna Baszler, yeah, I hate Shayna Baszler. I, I don't like her at all. I don't like her matches. So, yeah, keep her away from the title scene. That being said, though, she probably should have won it uh, at WrestleMania because it made sense. But, yeah. yeah, that's a whole other thing. We talked about that at nauseum. But, mm. Um, yeah.
0: Yes. Fantastic points here, DBW Podcast. Mm-hmm. So thank you. And uh again, that is at DBW Podcast on Twitter. Yes. Great account. Um let me see here. Non-WWE Guy on Twitter at non-wwe guy says, I'll try to come up with something different than that the ones I thought about uh oh yes, then the ones I thought about. So here it is. John Cena isn't a bad wrestler, John Cena isn't a bad wrestler, Stephen. Um, yeah, I, he's not bad. John Cena's a great wrestler. I, yeah. Like I don't. Is, yeah. that, is that a hot take? Like, yeah, I mean, uh, some people would say it is. Some people not not a fan of John Cena.
2: Like, <laughs> like, I, obviously, I've I've talked a lot about my love for John Cena, uh, but I will be the first to say, like, he's not Kenny Omega. No, he's not Kota Ibushi. He's not no. Okada. You know, like, and that's fine. You yeah, know, but
0: John Cena was trained in the WWE way of doing things. That's what people yeah. need to be need yeah. to remember. And a lot of the guys that you see in NXT. They're really not learning things the WWE way. They've learned how to work a little bit easier, but guys like Ciampa, guys like Argano, guys like Timothy Thatcher, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, Dominik Dijakovic, uh, I mean Damian Priest, uh, um, what's 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 Trevor Lee's new name? Uh, Cameron Grimes, no. um, Kushida. These guys learned. From a whole nother place of wrestling than what several other places, <laughs> several other places yeah. of wrestling than what WWE prescribes uh, uh, and and prescribed during John Cena's era. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you know who else came out of John Cena's era? Batista, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton. And save for Brock Lesnar, these guys aren't bad wrestlers, no. right? <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, Brock, Brock is Brock is fine. He's fine. If you look at his his yes. older stuff, yes. you can really
2: tell where his potential was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I like it. Yeah, I mean, no, John Cena's not the greatest wrestler in the world, but like, only one person can be the greatest <laughs> wrestler in the world. Like, he's he's not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, plus, you know, in ring work is only one aspect. You know, there's there's a yeah. lot that goes into you know being a, a successful professional wrestler. Um, and, and I I think his in ring work is you know more than adequate for for uh, you know the types of things that he does and the characters that he plays. So yeah, yeah, I would I would agree, I would agree with that. I think John Cena is great. Oh, well, there you <laughs> go, there you go, folks. Uh, so thank you,
0: uh, non WWE guy, for your question. Um, let me see here. Hallway Wrestling Podcast at Hallway Graps Pod says Kushida should be next. NXT champ. That armbreaker spot uh off the top rope was fucking class.
2: Ooh, I missed it. Was it intense? It was
0: pretty dope. Oh, shit. It was very, very dope. Now, NXT championship. Um yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty that's a pretty far uh that's a pretty far step. Yeah. It's a pretty first step mm-hmm. there. <laughs> <laughs> It must be that uh must be a Desmond Cacciatore guy, oh man, <laughs> you where'd know? he come from, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna to have to hire because yeah, he was yeah. in
2: Connecticut just like a yeah. few days ago and now he's in here. Packing his bags. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, already got fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> where is this question going? Uh, um <laughs> I don't even know where we came from.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, no, that arm breaker spot off the oh, top yes. rope. Uh yes. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. Um Kushida did have a pretty good match if I can recall, against I think it was against Adam Cole. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good stuff. Um, I do think Kushida should be favored pretty heavily for this interim cruiserweight championship. And I would love to see a rivalry between him and Jordan Devlin. Mm. That would be pretty tasty. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Yeah. I mean, why not Kushida? You know? Um, Someone. Someone take that freaking title. Which one? Adam Cole's? Yes. You're, you're tired of Adam Cole now. See, I'm I'm conflicted though, because like he's great, he's right. awesome, right? Mm-hmm. But like, give me someone else.
0: Okay, so I I I promised you and myself that I wasn't going to talk about it. Oh, I will only briefly mention it here. Velveteen Dream is not the guy to beat Adam Cole right now, nope. um, especially right now. Uh, there are some allegations, I'm not going to go too far into it, you can do your own research into it if you want, folks, I don't feel comfortable talking about it, uh, however, as of right now, they are unfounded, and, um, in, in my eyes, uh, he will be innocent until proven guilty, he uh, has denied them, he has denied the allegations, so. So, um, we'll have to wait and see, but that said, they really dropped the ball on using my idea about breaking up on a disputed era and turning Roderick strong. Yeah. Should've done it. Mm-hmm. Should've done it. But, hey, who knows? Who knows? hmm yeah, I mean, uh, you could have a second go-round with Johnny Gargano. He he and Candice are heels now, and he wants to uh, shape NXT in his own image with Candice. And uh, maybe that leads to the real blow-off between him and, and Champa mm-hmm. later on down the road. I'd like to see that. That would be cool. I'd be very much okay with that. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, Kushida, yeah, I like him as... Interim Cruiserweight Champion. Uh, that, would be a, that would be something to yeah. see. Faux show. Faux show. Faux so, show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thank you, hallway craps pod, for your question. Uh, let me see here. Alex Perez on Twitter at WWE Master 2018 says, How would you book a WWE 2005 versus WWE 2020 WrestleMania uh, for example, Drew McIntyre versus Triple H, Undertaker versus The Fiend, JBL versus Roman Reigns, uh, or Braun Strowman for that matter. So, Steven, take wrestlers from 2005 ish and wrestlers from 2020 and put together a little match match here.
2: Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Versus Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> it's like winner a, gets
0: the gimmick match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the, the Spider-Man meme where they're yeah. <laughs> yeah. How did you get here? Uh yeah, no that, that would be
2: great. Yeah. Um uh yeah. Yeah, let me think of some other ones. Mm, 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 mm.
0: 2020 WWE. Well, you know, you know what match we never had? Mm. At least not to my knowledge we ever had. I think this was a, I think it was a little bit close here. Uh Kurt Angle versus Daniel O'Brien. Mm. That would have been a spectacular.
2: That would have been killer. Yeah. Uh
0: huh. Uh huh. For sure. Um, let me see here. Who else could we put into this thing? Um, hmm.
2: Hmm. 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 Hmm? The fiend. Okay. Versus. Boogeyman. Ooh. Hmm.
0: You'd really have to like build the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Like you'd really have to. Yeah, he, he was he was kind of hurting there for a minute. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah, I could, I but I want to see it like nightmarish, like Freddy versus Jason, kind of like yeah, you know, some stuff. Like
2: like I want obviously because the fiends booked as like this you know crazy nightmarical mm-hmm. demon figure, mm-hmm. uh, and then it, I, I like Boogeyman basically being built as like Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. and uh, basically like going into the fiends dreams and like his nightmares mm-hmm. uh, and, and kind of breaking him down from the inside out. Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah. Um, let me see.
0: WWE 2020, WWE 2005.
2: Mm-hmm. Rob Van Dam mm-hmm. versus mm-hmm. Ricochet.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. That could work pretty good. I I like that. I like that a lot. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ricochet Hurricane. Yeah, you could do that too. A little, little bit of comedy, I think. There, that could work, huh? Good stuff so far, Stephen. Never mind. Hey, you, you got, a, you got a lot of ones. Yeah, there. I was yeah. gonna say another one, but I'm not going to. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. I'll tell you later. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, do you have any more, Stephen? I wanted to use Walter in something, but I can't find somebody off the top of my head who would work really Great well. Great Cully. Oh. <sighs>
2: No, okay, okay, not great, Kali. Okay, that's fine. Uh, not a great Kali fan, huh? I mean, I am not not a fan, but I am not a fan. You know, it's just like he was there. He he was a large man th- 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 this that was th- this there. Is,
0: this is true. He was there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think a, maybe even a match like Kurt Angle versus Walter would work. I'm throwing Kurt Angle in there a lot. Hey, Kurt Angle's great, man. I don't yeah. blame you. Kurt Angle's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, Kurt Angle, Walter, um, American hero versus, like, I mean, you know, Foreign Heel um, from Austria. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, this one's for the history fans out there, folks. Mm. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could kind of do something something special there. Um yeah, no. Very intriguing questions here. So thank you. Thank you, WWE yeah. Master yeah, 2018, you. for your question. Zach Khan at blue underscore eyed asks or rather says bailey's reign as smackdown women's champion has been quite a dull reign in my opinion don't get me wrong it's had a lot of potential but heel bailey and the and the title have just played second fiddle to sasha the entire time and the title should have been taken out of that story for its own benefit um let me see here um i don't think sasha's been like in the picture the whole time he'll he Bailey's been around for a
2: little bit now yeah certainly not the whole time um yeah. I, I I think it's just the fact that she she's there all the time now yeah that it seems like she's been there the whole time
0: I, I do agree with the overall sentiment though I mean th- Bailey turning heel is kind of like John Cena turning heel right like you know you, you watch it. <laughs> You you watch it, sir. <laughs> but I mean, it's the same thing. Bailey was designed for the kids, you know. Maybe she felt like she needed to 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 do something different, or maybe other people felt like she needed to
2: do something different. I don't know. the The problem mm. with Bailey's I didn't mean to cut you off. No, the fine. The problem with Bailey's heel turn is that it never felt believable from the start. Mm-hmm. Even like, when was it? What what pay per view was it? It was, it was
0: like SummerSlam. Was it SummerSlam? I, I don't.
2: I don't quite remember. It was it's either. Been, it's been a while. Yeah, I, I think it might have been SummerSlam. But like that, that first initial, uh, when she like lost the title and she's like crying outside the outside the ring, and then like that was the last time you see face, uh, Bailey, and mm-hmm. and then just from that moment on, it's just like, I can tell that you purposefully changed your character. You know what I mean? It, it didn't come about organically. And I think that's the biggest problem with Bailey is that it's not believable in any way. Mm. For me,
0: okay. at Fair. least. Fair enough. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Um, last but certainly not least, Mike Charlip at MikeJC821 on Twitter. He's He's got a round of questions for us this week. Alrighty. So, yeah, time to uh, get down to business here. Uh, so again, Mike asks, or rather says, uh, Vince McMahon actually said that ratings are down because, uh, because Brock has been off TV. How is that possible if he never does anything when he's there? (laughs) How does three minutes of standing there doing nothing affect ratings? Maybe try making the show interesting instead of making excuses. (laughs) Facts. Well, I think you've got your answer there, Mike. Yeah. Um, Vince McMahon, uh, said that. We heard the very startling audio uh, taping. We played that earlier for you guys.
2: He's obviously very flustered. Yes, very, very, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> very flustered. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Whenever they announce Brock's on Raw, I'd, I'd be intrigued to see how much of a ratings boost that those actually get, mm-hmm. um, because. For me, he doesn't really like you said add a whole lot besides standing there while Paul Heyman talks.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, even if there is like a, a big spike in ratings whenever they say like, "Oh, hey, make sure you catch Raw. Brock Lesnar's going to be on it." Uh, I'm mm. sure that's like a one time spike because mm. it even it even if that works and they're like, "Oh my God, I need to catch Brock on Brock Lesnar on Raw tonight." Then they'll watch it, and they'll be like, oh, he was there for three minutes. Next time they say that, mm. I know he'll just come out for three minutes, so I'm not going to watch it. Mm. So I'm assuming that that's like, even if there is a, a spike, it's a one-time per, per viewer spike, you know? Because no one's going to watch that, and they're going to be like, oh, man, I need to see the next time he come, he walks out and does absolutely nothing, you know? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, goodness
0: um let's see here another one from mike i really hope Deanna perazzo goes to AEW and kills it on a national stage yes she i think
2: i said that last week
0: yeah we were talking about mm-hmm. it yeah uh, she's way too good to do nothing with i get some places need real professionals to make other people look good but real talent should be rewarded like cesaro i'll know i'll never stop praising him
2: oh cesaro is great
0: yeah cesaro is really good so it was it's... actually
2: just on the uh new day podcast as a fantastic episode oh really great episode i'll have
0: to i'll have to check that out yeah check it out
2: they Um, talk about a lot of the like new day versus the bar matches uh from you know yesteryear just just a really good uh you know kind of nostalgia episode
0: yeah no for sure um uh mike also says add revival and rusev to this statement so yes um rusev revival tiana parazzo Maybe Leo Rush. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what the future of AEW has. Now, here's the thing. AEW needs to not fall into the death trap that TNA did by just hiring every person that comes out of WWE. Right. Um, I'm already starting to feel like that's kind of what's going on with Brody Lee. Mm. I'm sure he's having a lot of fun and, and he feels creatively rewarded. Um, but he's basically just playing Vince McMahon in the Dark Order. Um. Not, I mean that's it's 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 cool for one week of like shock and awe, like oh how could you
2: do that? Like that's crazy. Well, um, you also don't want to get into the trap that WWE has uh, laid for themselves, where they're just scooping up all the talent, all of them, and, and then you get to the point where you have you know the world's most bloated roster, and you know half the half the talent on the roster, or even more than half is never even shown or, or anything like that. So you don't want to walk into that trap either. This is so true. It's definitely a slippery slope to go down. You wanna you wanna get the ones you can for sure. Uh but you also need to make sure that you can actually use them. Yes. Yeah. I would agree. Uh and then last but not
0: least, Mike Uh, Charlotte once again says, I wish Nia Jax would go away forever. (laughs) I didn't miss her at all when she was gone. She deserves to be off TV till she learns how to wrestle. Couldn't believe she got, uh, couldn't believe she called out Rhonda for being unsafe when Nia hurts everyone. Uh, Now I agree with the overall sentiment here. But, but uh the the image of Nia Jax being thrown into some kind of black hole portal where she goes away forever into the never world of who knows what goes on behind those dark holes right well, we've seen intergalactic right uh, yeah. or, or rather interstellar interstellar i, I think yeah. that's the movie it's a great movie yeah um those those places can be very scary so mm-hmm. going away forever that's uh, a yeah, that's quite
2: the statement <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah um yeah, I mean I don't I don't care for Nia Jax personally. Um I'm sure there's some people out there that like her uh, and want to see her on TV. More power to them if you're a Nia Jax fan. Um I barely even noticed when she was gone. Um I don't know. I don't mm. care for Nia Jax at all. Mm. So yeah, I mean I agree. I don't I don't care for her if she left and didn't come back forever. Okay. Mm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean I don't wish anything bad like what's her real name like i don't wish anything bad on like her her the person like the person but like the character of nia jackson the personality of of nia Jax being on wwe yeah i could i can live without it all right well thank you mike charlotte again
0: uh he is at mike jc821 on twitter uh i believe uh, he's been dropping some audio blogs uh, so check those out very and cool. uh you know he's shared with me some other future upcoming things that he's been working on so Ooh. those are all very exciting so exciting. keep an keep an eye out for uh yes mike charlotte at mikejc821 mm-hmm. there we go um so without further ado uh we're going to uh shut things down for the week uh with a, another round of of course if Wishes Were Fishes. It's underwater. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is indeed uh, If Wishes Were Fishes. If you've been with us since the beginning, you already know the rules. But if this is your first time listening to Headlock Talk, uh, at the end of our episodes we play, of course, If Wishes Were Fishes, where we each take turns making a wrestling-related wish, and the other grades them, indeed, in terms of fishes.
2: Yes, indeed. Yes.
0: Very exciting. Uh, Steven, I think you hinted at a wish
2: earlier. I did. Uh, Do Mm -hmm. you want to go first? Sure. Yeah, I can go first. It's a quick wish, so I can get out of the way. Um, Yeah, so we were were talking about um, WWE 2K21 being officially canceled. That is a thing. Um, And then I I said, maybe give it to someone else, right? Take 2K out of this. And I I firmly believe that. I, I do think that 2K... Is uh, one of the main reasons that these games have been hindered so long. I mean, they're they're the people who do uh, NBA 2K as well, um, which we can go on and on about the dumpster fire that is it's that is NBA 2K. Broke as hell. Broke as hell. Um, the the only progression in the game is through buying virtual coins with real money, so that you can upgrade your your characters. Um, and, and WWE 2K games were definitely going in that direction for a very long time. So, blessing in disguise that it got canceled. Um, WWE, take this as an opportunity to take this contract away from 2K and give it to, if wishes were fishes, THQ Nordic. Ooh. Yeah. So, THQ Nordic is actually a hybrid studio uh, based out of uh Norway, maybe?
0: That would make sense. I believe
2: it's Norway. If they're, if they're Nordic, that would make sense. Yeah. I just couldn't remember if it was Norway or Finland. Um, but yeah, I think it's Norway. Um, but it was uh, Nordic Games, based out of Norway, and the remnants of THQ when they went out of business. Uh, about 80% of... Uh, the staff, the IP, everything that w- that made THQ what it was, uh, was sold to Nordic Games, and sometime around 2013 2014, uh, Nordic Games changed their name to THQ Nordic. So they have a lot of the same people that worked on SmackDown versus Raw. Um, they have a lot of the same assets that were used. Uh, they have engines that were used. They have the the rights to it, like all of this other stuff. Um, all the SmackDown vs. Raw games were some of the best wrestling games ever made. Now, obviously, you can go back a little bit further, and uh, we can talk about No Way Out. We can talk about No Mercy, which are all great, great games, 100%. But if we're talking about the single most consistently great series of wrestling games, we're talking about SmackDown vs. Raw, and that was made by THQ. So, if Wishes Were Fishes, WWE gives all gaming rights to THQ Nordic. Wow. Yes, that's that's quite the wish here, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that is that is quite the wish,
0: and uh, in rewarding you so, I'm actually going to give you twelve catfish mm. because that is the cat's meow. I like it. Yeah, I like. I, it. I would like to see them reinvent these WW games to be much more enjoyable, like mm-hmm. how I remember them as a child, right. than uh, than what they are now, which are just practically unplayable. To be quite honest with you, mm-hmm. mm. yes. I don't I don't like a lot of the systems that the that the 2K is using with like combos and like you know, the oh, apps. if you climb the ladder for this. I mean, I'm sure Josh uh, Josh
2: can argue with
0: us on this cuz Josh loves the games, but yeah. Um, the
2: absolute worst design choice that 2K has ever made is the pin count mini game. Yeah. That happens. They use it with like submissions as well. Yeah. yeah. So basically what it is is there. there's this wheel that comes up and spins yeah. uh, whenever you go for a submission or a pin count. Um, there's a little dial that spins in the wheel and there's one little green area in that wheel. And what you need to do is you need to stop that dial in the green area. Hmm. If you don't, then the pin continues and you don't kick out. Once you hit it on the green, you kick out. The problem with this system is that it's random. And it, it makes matches end unspectacularly because you can be having a crazy 25-minute WrestleMania barn burner mm. where th- this guy is just laying in to this other guy, very clearly winning the match. 25 minutes in, he messes up the pin count mini game yeah. and loses the match. It's the dumbest, most idiotic thing that's ever been added to those games. Yeah, fair enough, man.
0: I I definitely get that, and that is why I'm giving you 12 catfish. Thank you. Hmm. Um, What you got for me? Well, so a couple weeks back we were talking about, I think there was a question asked about how we would introduce the revival uh, into AEW, and I think I finally found a way. Uh, You see... I'm intrigued. Go on. uh, What we do here, uh, this past week on Being the Elite, uh, we actually had a match quote-unquote, match with Nick Jackson and Matt Jackson. Um, now, the Young Bucks never really face each other, but I imagine if, if they did do it in a serious fashion, that it would actually be quite great. Yes. So I think maybe as a one-off one week, perhaps, on Dynamite, they say, you know what, you know that match on being the lead, it was all for fun and whatever, but, you know, we're kind of losing our edge, let's go out there and really test each other, right and, uh, you know, they, they go out, put on an excellent 20 minute match, and then uh, you know, out through the crowd uh, you know, the revival jump the guardrails uh, they're, you know, uh, in, in hooded sweatshirts or whatever and, uh, yeah, they are the arrival of course, and they, they use just fists and beat down both men to to ruin what is uh definitely a very good match between the Jacksons. And that's what really engulfs the flames in the feud between the arrival and the young Bucks.
2: I like that. I like that a lot, for mm-hmm. sure. It's definitely uh you get good heat doing that for sure. Attacking the young bucks. I yeah. mean, well, that's free. At, that's free heat, especially you know? after if they if they put on a really really good match. For sure, yeah, because you don't get to see them uh, in singles very often, let alone with each other. Yeah, a- and for for revival or the arrival to come in and, and just like ruin this like unique event that's happening. Uh, definitely some good heat. Uh, in honor of that wish, I'm going to give you four and a half smallmouth bass. Ooh. And the reason for that is because there's nothing frilly about about the fish. No gimmicks, no yeah. no nothings. It's just it's just a smallmouth bass. You know, there's yeah. nothing crazy about it. Just like with the revival. They're just Just, just fists. Fli- just fists. No flips. Exactly. Mm. Yep. <laughs> well, that
0: has uh that's been a lot of fun. Yes. Um so um yes, uh I guess it's time that we say goodbye this episode. Yes. Uh, but I believe Stephen, you have album of the week this week.
2: I do indeed. Yeah. Uh the day is April 25th. Yesterday Dance Gavin Dance's ninth studio album or 10th studio album uh came out depending on whether you count their first LP as a full album or not. Um but either way, uh this marks the Weirdest departure for the band I would say Uh, They're going into a lot more uh, Different genres that they never went to Um, There's actually a song That is entirely in Spanish uh, And and it's very um, like Latin uh, Like fused Basically Um, There's some heavy songs, there's some poppy songs There's some punk rock songs Uh, They do a lot of just really weird stuff Um, And I, I really like it because With Dance Gavin Dance they have a very unique sound To them and Every single album, they find a way to change almost everything about themselves while still remaining them. if that makes any sense. Um,
0: yeah, that makes sense.
2: yeah, uh, just absolutely great singing. uh Tillian uh, Pearson has one of the the most insane voices ever. John Mess, he's started to do some more uh, melodic kind of screaming. Um, mm. uh, will Swan, obviously their guitar player fan fantastic guitar work throughout the entire album there's some really like deep chugs really heavy stuff but then he also does a lot of like really nice melodic sweeps it's just a really 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 solid album Um, if I had to put the album into one word it would be weird it's Mm. a super super weird album but if you've been listening to Dance Gavin Dance for a while and like a lot of their other genre stuff Mm. this one's for you because it shows pretty much every aspect of of the types of music that Dance Gavin Dance can put together. So Dance Gavin Dance Afterburner. Fantastic album. Highly recommend it. Well cool. We'll have to check that out then.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Alrighty then folks. Well, um that has been yet another episode of Headlock Talk. Thank you, of course, all out there who have tuned in to this episode. We greatly do appreciate your your listenership here. Yes. Uh if you want to go above and beyond, don't hesitate, please Hit that subscribe button at the top of your screen, or wherever you listen to podcasts—be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Podbean, or anywhere else for that matter. You just yeah, you can actually just uh, Google search, and uh, we'll probably we'll probably there. Yeah, with a few other shows. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'll be fun. I
2: love it. If you Google Headlock Talk, we are the entire first page. Hey, it, it makes makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah. Pretty Couldn't cr- do it without you guys either. So thank you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. We greatly do appreciate it
0: um the the best way to support headlock talk obviously like we said hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts and uh, if you want to leave us a five-star uh uh, rating and review where you listen to podcasts that would be greatly appreciated that's what helps us climb up those charts we want to be number one folks Mm -hmm. we can't do it without you so uh please do do what you need to do hit that five-star review button it'll only take you like what two seconds just, just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. <laughs> um, please don't sue us, Nike. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if you are a business and you need advertising uh, during these strange times, uh, definitely you can reach us at, at uh, what is it, headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, yes. that's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Uh, we also have Twitter, of course. That's how we do these hot takes questions. So please, Follow us on Twitter at Headlock Talk. Again at Headlock Talk on Twitter. Look out for those tweets. The, you know the ones like the hot takes mm-hmm. or uh, you know any anything else. Or if you want to give us your own, if wishes were fishes, you uh, just. At us at Headlock Talk if Wishes Were Fishes. You could even you could even use the hashtag if wishes were fishes. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to see it. Let's get it, it trending, y'all. Let's yeah, do yeah, it. Let's do this thing, guys. <laughs> Alrighty then. Well, uh, we've got a special episode uh midweek next week. We hope you enjoy that one as well. So uh, uh we'll catch y'all later. Steven and I are gonna watch some wrestling. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys take care. Be safe out there. Love one another. Call somebody and tell them that you love them. Yes. Y'all have yourselves a great rest of your day.
2: Thanks for listening, guys.
3: Goodbye.
2: Later.